Good morning again. God bless you. What a wonderful morning it is. You know, while it's dark outside, all of us are in here in the light. There are people sitting outside listening over the, the, the FM broadcasts that we're broadcasting into our parking lot here. And then people all over the world are watching this morning, logging in on the internet, and we want to welcome you and thank you for being here. You know, it's partly for you that we're doing this, an opportunity that we have for our whisper to be heard around the world. We are praying now not only that that God, as we prayed, God give us a loud voice. He gave us one. Our whisper, as I said, is heard around the world now. But also now we're praying, God, give the world ears to hear. God, give the world ears to hear. Wow. Listen, thank God that daily the word of God can be spread over the whole earth simply because you and others like you care enough to log on and to watch. Are you ready today to add this new element to our life? Now, listen. This perhaps is one of the elements today we're going to talk about that that, that people, if they're not watchful, if they don't have this element in their life, they can get ahead of themselves and at times perhaps slow down or thwart the success that they could have had. You know, timing is such such an element. If you take a little seed, any little seed that God gives, and if you put it into the ground, if it opens up in the right moment, in the right conditions, it is already pre-recorded to play back a message of success. In every little acorn, there is an oak tree. In fact, there's a whole forest. And sometimes all of the potential that is in an acorn, that is in a seed, that is in a dream, at sometimes, even though the seed is valid, even though the seed is certified, even though it's fertilized, even though it's, you know, if it opens at the wrong time, at the wrong season, at the wrong moment, in the wrong place, all of its potential will be lost. How important is it to know and to understand we must be in the right place, but also we must be in the right time. And the element we're going to add to our life today is is an element which will hopefully give us capacity to wait on the timing of God. Because God may not be finished with everything yet. And if the seed opens up too quickly, you can lose the dream. You know, the Bible indicates to us that God will not move us in haste or in flight. And that we should be anxious for nothing. Don't be afraid. Don't let fear and anxiety move you to speak, act, react, to do maybe what God wants you to do later, but to do it prematurely and lose all of the potential of God. We've been adding elements of success to our life. You know, I believe with all of my heart that God has designed a certain path. And if we walk on that path, that path will bring us to a successful accomplishment of God's will. I know that God has a plan for our life. He has predicted our success. And in him predicting our success, then he lays it over into our lap and he allows us 
to change and to move and to act and react towards situations of life. And then he guides us along encouraging us and shaping us, renewing our minds and encouraging us so that we can do his will. And he has already said that if we would observe and do all that he has written for us to observe and do, then we would make our way prosperous. Then we would be successful. Then the blessings would come upon us and overtake us. We'd be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in our basket, blessed in our store, blessed in our checkbook, blessed in our banking account. Those types of things. Blessed in our families. Why? Because we learned how to do what God instructs people to do to get what God dreams they could get. The first thing we talked about, the first element, of course, is a foundational element about dreaming. It is actually the place where we receive, the place where we we have imparted to us the will of God, the purpose of God, the dream of God for our life. And then as we ponder and meditate on it, it gives us some understanding as to what we could do, something that we could put our hand to, some plan, some procedure, some step. And then after that moment, we embrace, we pursue, we embrace that step through a declaration Dream, meditation, declaration. And then after we began our pursuit, it's like going on, on, on a journey. You know, we, we, we have this map out in front of us and we, we began uh, this journey, going down the road. And there will be many opportunities to make detours, to get off track, to get on the wrong road. But after we have added these elements to our lives. We can understand how important it is at every juncture of life to make the right decision. To, for example, to make sure that, that we are paying attention to relationships. That was one of the elements. To our presentation, how we make first impressions and how we present ourselves. Are you marketable? Are you promotable by God? How hard is it for God to get you a promotion? Okay? If you, if you come dragging up 10 minutes late every morning at work and if you, know, if you don't have the right tools with you and if you can't you know, re- remember uh, you know, uh, what you did yesterday, if, if you can't present yourself as someone promotable, it can be more difficult for God to actually make you successful. So pay attention to our presentation. Participation, character, humility, endurance, kindness, candidness, influence. We should spend our spiritual capital. Do you remember? Then we talked about faithfulness, flexibility, how important it is to be able to go with the flow and to not be locked in to just, no, this is, this is me. This is, this, is, this is all I'm going to do. Perspective, confidence, meekness. We talked about the routinization of life, normal, how important it is to add the element of routine and, and being what we would might call normal. Don't be spooky. Don't be weird. Don't be strange. It's hard for God to make a spooky, weird, strange person successful. Just add a little normalcy to your life. Add some routinization, just like Joseph did whenever Joseph, even though he was going through all those difficulties, you know, he, he added routine and he added a, 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 an element of normal to his life. He got him a wife. He had a couple of children. No matter who he was at work, he was just daddy at home. You know, that'll keep you sane. It'll, it'll keep you sane to have, you know, a job and an expectancy and, you know, uh, to have some, you know, uh, always believing in this, in this you know, uh, uh, I'm going to win the spiritual lottery. 
will never take the place of having a good job, even if you're flipping burgers somewhere. I had rather have a $2 an hour job than sit around just doing nothing. Listen, and if you don't have a job, let me tell you what, you got a 40-hour-a-week job finding one. Normal. Normal. When your life doesn't fit the general pattern of normal, and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, you know that you can't dream dreams and, 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 and reach beyond normal, but the basic foundation of your life, unless there is something that God is keeping you from doing this, add some normal to your life. You'll be much more successful at the end of your life with a $3 an hour job than you will be sitting around waiting on winning the Holy Ghost lottery. I promise you, okay? Normal articulate. It's important to speak the language of your listeners. We talked about then a plan, planning the work. Then we talked about working the plan. And yesterday, in case any of you were not paying attention, our element was attentive, being attentive, knowing what's going on around you, just understanding that, that, that there is a, there's a big picture and there are a lot of things going on. We need to pay attention to what's going on around us. Today's element, today's element is that element of making sure that we're waiting on God because God not only has a plan and a purpose, he also has a season for everything. And so the element we're going to talk about today as we look at the life of Joseph is the element called restraint. Restraint. You know, if you do not have an element of restraint in your life, if you don't have some self-control in your life, if you don't have the ability to put a lid on it, you know, if you don't have ability to say, whoa, wait, hold on, you know, and if all you ever do is react, then life is controlling you. I believe it was St. Thomas Aquinas that said, act, never react. You know, and how important that is to have some element of restraint to our life, some element of restraints even in our pursuits. Some element of restraint, even in our uh, dreams. Some element of restraint, even in the things that perhaps we want to tell and the things. That we... That's the way it was with Joseph, you see. Don't be afraid that you won't get to say what you think or tell what you know. Wait. Wait patiently. You know, uh, many people have a spirit of interruption, and what they interrupt most often is their promotion, their success how people feel about them, their presentation. Most often they interrupt what God is trying to get others to believe about them. Wait, have patience, restrained to limit, restrict, or to keep under control. Proverbs 29, 11 says, a fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. A fool has no restraint. A fool opens up his mouth and spills everything he knows. He has no restraint. You see, Joseph exercised self-control. It's a spiritual fruit. It grows in the life of those who stay close to God. Self-control. Our focus scripture today is found in Genesis, the 42nd chapter, verse number 8. This is when Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him. Now, he hadn't seen them in all these years. But it says in Genesis 42, verse 8, So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Whew! Now, don't you know, it could have been very difficult for you or for me 
or for many others, and probably for Joseph, not to have just said, hey, guys, it's me. You know, he'll say, hey, this is me. You're going in the hole, buddy. I was waiting on this day. I told you so. Now, see, I told you you was going to bow down. See, now where's daddy? You know, that kind of thing. No. No, he stood there. He did not even reveal he was their brother, nor did he reveal that he could even speak their language or that he understood their culture. He stood there as a mystery to them. They saw him to be the ruler of, of all of the known world and certainly of all of the food in their world, and they didn't recognize him. Why? Because he had changed. And you see, this whole story from Genesis 37 all the way through Genesis 46, this whole story is a story about change. It's a story about how God presses people, allows the pressures of life, and involves himself in their life, getting them to change from what they were to what he needs them to be. But this whole story may not be a story about Joseph. And today in our two Sunday services later, I'll tell you who this story is about. It's not about Joseph. And unless you get ahead of me, it's not about you either. It applies to you. But God is trying to bring change in the life of another individual. Now, Joseph, even though he changed, his brothers hadn't. He knew their language. He knew their culture. They didn't know his. You know, why did Joseph wait? Why didn't Joseph tell them, hey, it's me? Well, one of the reasons is, is because I think he hadn't made up his mind what he was going to do. I think that he had not made up his mind what he would do when he saw his brothers. I think he was still in a bit of a quandary. I think he was restraining himself because at that moment, perhaps what he wanted to do was to throw him in jail, maybe behead him, maybe, you know, make them uh, prisoners, maybe sell them as slaves. Maybe he was wrestling on the inside of his life with what he was going to do. Why was Joseph still wrestling with what he was going to do? I believe that he was. I believe that he was not yet sure. I believe that God had not given him leave yet. God had not given him revelation on what he was going to do. Why? Perhaps because God as yet didn't know what he was going to do. You know, we know God knows the big picture. But maybe God had tried several times to effect some change in these brothers. And this was one more opportunity. And God was waiting on something to happen. But at any rate, we see God continuing in this story and he added to the life of Joseph an element of restraint. Joseph restrained himself. Joseph wanted, no doubt, to find out more information, to gain some wisdom and insight. But he did not choose to reveal what he knew at this moment. Whatever the reason. You see, the truth is, to keep the truth to oneself is not a lie. Joseph kept the truth to himself. He didn't lie and say, you know, I'm not your brother. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, one of them kneeling down in front of him, they look up at him and say, you know, doesn't he look familiar? Aren't you our brother? Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not your brother. No, it didn't take that route, okay? He just kept the truth to himself. He was 
exercising what we might have called a few days ago of responsible honesty. Do you remember when we talked about candidness? It's important to be responsibly honest. And responsibly honest includes not telling everything you know just because you know it, but waiting on God to give you that unction, that moment to say, okay, now you can share that. You know, there are a lot of things that God may tell you and reveal to you, especially if you have a a, a calling as an intercessor. God may reveal to you a lot of things, but they may be revealed to you to pray for. They may not be revealed to you so you can go tell everybody that so-and-so's having money problems because God woke you up in the middle of the night and told you to pray for him. Don't, Don't be doing that, okay? Don't be doing that. Exercise some restraint some restraint. A fool utters everything he knows. In fact, Proverbs 25, 28 says that whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Rule over your own spirit. Don't think and don't get anxious and don't feel as though that if I don't say it now, if I don't tell it now, I'll never get another chance. You know, Joseph could have thought, well, they're going to go and never come back. I'll never get another chance. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. Don't let the pressures of life push you into jumping the gun and causing that little seed of your dream to open up at the wrong moment and the wrong place, the wrong time, around the wrong people. Or it could rob you of the success God intended. Restrain yourselves. Restrain yourselves. Self-control. Rule over your spirit. Don't let the pressures, the excitement, and the busyness of your mind or the habit of your life rule you. Let's make our overcomer's confession this morning. Are you ready? Let's make it strong together. Through Jesus, my Lord, I am more than a conqueror. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. My spiritual eyes are being opened so that I can understand my calling, the wealth of my inheritance, and the kingdom power available to me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. No unclean or impure thought can captivate my mind. No sickness or disease has a right to my body. No unholy spirits can seduce or deceive me. The Word of God is my meditation and my answer. I commit myself to God. He causes my thoughts to become agreeable with his thoughts. Because of this, everything I put my hand to will prosper. God has a plan for my life. He will succeed, and I am going to participate. Wow. What can you do today about your life and about your situation? How can you begin to add this element to your life and solidify it, make it a first response How can you do that? How can you secure this in your life so that when you get to the moment, that fork in the road, that decision, that you don't just keep on thwarting your success, your promotability, so you don't just bubble over and and appear to heaven and to those on earth as a fool that has no restraint, that has no self-control? Well, today I encourage you, exercise restraint. Try it today. Train yourself to listen and to gain wisdom. Seek to be understood before, or seek to understand, rather. Seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Okay? Let me say that again. Seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Open up your ears. Close your mouth. God bless you.